This podcast is brought to you by Voice of Vets. Voice of Vets. Hear it. Feel it. Feel it. Feel it. I did mention that we are going to get into a conversation with uh, Nondumiso Luhuzo. She is a vet student, a former VAU FM, I talk youth producer. She's a journalist. And Nondumiso is a young, talented, beautiful lady who unfortunately was shot twice on uh, her leg on Wednesday during the student protest. And she joins us on the line to talk about how she feels right now and where she is planning to take this matter further. We'll get in touch with her. And in fact, she's on the line right now as we speak. Nandumiso, good morning. Good morning, Tato. And hi to our Vow FM esteemed listeners of Area Code. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Nandumiso, let's start off with your emotions uh, following yeah. Wednesday's un- uh, you know, un- unfortunate incident where you were shot twice on mm. your, your leg. It is day two. How are you feeling at the moment, Nandumiso? I'm still experiencing disbelief, you know, to a certain extent, because even though, as we speak, I come from the wound clinic and lying there, it's it's still so surreal that actually this really did happen and it was not a dream. So um, it's still shocking to me. I'm hurt. I'm still hurt, you know, disappointed. And um, just all these very painful, sad emotions are, are... what I am experiencing still today, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, let's go back to Wednesday. You were going to class, and uh, when you were about to enter the Vets Arts Museum, you a, a, a police officer approached you. Uh, he told you to run. He was like, Valek, Valek, and you did what he insisted. But he chose to abuse his power by taking the gun out and shooting you. Tell us about the whole experience. Please paint a picture for us. Yeah, so actually I was in class already at the Vit Arts Museum, um, journalism, Mm -hmm. and we had heard, you know, the protest, the students singing the songs just outside of the window. And that's when our lecturer encouraged us to go downstairs and investigate. You know, as part of our degree, this is what we do, right? Mm. And we went down, a few colleagues of mine and I went outside of the Vit Arts Museum just to get a closer shot um, of the students and what they were saying, what the placards had written on them. So um, we were on the side of the media facing the students and behind us, you know, when I looked back, that's when I saw that the police had, the police officers had mobilized there with the big rhino. And um, it did not take long um, before that, that when three of the police officers lunged towards the students who were protesting. And two of those officers were had their shotguns on their right shoulder, right, on their shoulders. Mm. So he, one of, they walked towards the crowd and one of them was dismantling this hand grenade that he would throw at um, the students, right, stunt grenades rather. Mm. And he threw it at them. And obviously that's when we knew that, okay, we need to disperse. And that's what happened exactly. You know, we did not waste time. As soon as we saw him throw that, that stunt grenade, 
we started running. So we we ran towards um, the Vitz Art Museum, but the doors were closed. As is protocol, when there is any racket or any um, dangerous activity, potentially dangerous activity that is taking place outside of the building, and my colleagues and I decided that we should run straight towards the other entrances of the university. But as we were doing so, that's when I noticed the one police officer who threw the stunt grenade behind me. And he was screaming to me, Balega, Balega, you mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. we ran, we tried to run even faster than what we already were. And that's when I glanced back again to see him hoisting up the shotgun and aiming at me. Mm-hmm. And it, it took a long time for me to understand that I've been shot. I had to be told. So I took cover um, just by the underground parking when you enter into the Viz Art Museum as he passed on the rhino to go and, you know, aim at other students, other civilians, and shoot at them as well. Mm-hmm. So once he passed, that's when I walked towards the Viz Art, Mu- Art, Mu- Art Museum, excuse me, and they opened the doors for me, and then they told me that you have been shot. And when I looked down, they were not lying. I was mm-hmm. feeling that breeze on my mm-hmm. pants. You know, and I had indeed been shot. Hmm. So now, that's that's yeah. And my question is, Nandumiso, within a period of forty-eight hours, mm. did you get any support from Vets University? Are they supporting you throughout this journey? Because you've been going through a lot, and you just came out mm. from uh, Charlotte Matlaika Hospital. Any support from the university? I must be honest, the department heads have supported um, the three of us who were shot so, so consistently mm. and so, um, you know, powerfully as well. Mm. They, they somehow spoke to the management of this and through that they were able to find a way to rather redirect us to Mopark Hospital instead of Charlotte Matlaike. And with university, um, supplied a guarantee of payment stating that they will cover all the costs that have been incurred for that night as well as the post-care that will take place. Mm. So the university in that regard has definitely supported us in that way. Mm. And you mentioned yeah. on that line show that you'll be looking into taking legal action against the cops who shot you. Uh, how is that coming out? Have you finalized? Uh, are you still planning to? I haven't finalized it yet. Um, as I also said on the lunch show, um, at that point I also wasn't sure. Mm. But now we are making progress in terms of contacting the relevant people who will be able to represent us. So that's where we are right now before, you know, proceeding with opening cases and the rest of the legalities that need to take place. And and what would you like to see happen going forward from now on, Nundumis? To be honest, it seems that there is a lack, a huge lack in the training of police officers in this country, mm-hmm. whereby it seems that they have forgotten that they are supposed to protect us. You know, and especially mm-hmm. as students, we, we don't have any weapons that you know, would have provoked them to think that we were threatening their lives. Mm. So I do think that there is a lack. I would love to see so much intention come from the police, you know, the police department, honestly, to say that 
police officers need to be evaluated not just physically but mentally and psychologically, you know, emotionally. Because those officers that shot, the one who shot me, he was thrilled. He looked so thrilled when he aimed at me. Just to see that this man does not have emotional intelligence they did not have that intelligence to really really assess mm. how mm. bad the situation was. Mm. They just opted for the last option of shooting at us and, you know, throwing those stunt grenades. And there wasn't even a huge crowd. So I do think that something needs to something huge Tato needs to change mm. within that process before they even are able to qualify as officers to serve the people of this country. And you mentioned that he could have been your uncle. He could have been your yeah. brother. He could have yeah. been someone who's related to you. But the way he was thrilled just to shoot you. Mm, he was in such a daze. And that's, mm. that's where it hurt me the mm. most. Because he didn't consider. He didn't consider that I was walking by. He didn't stop and say, Sissy, what are you doing here? Mm. He didn't. Nothing. You know, there was no follow up. He just decided then and there that I am going to shoot you even though I have told you to run and you're running. Mm. I am still going to shoot you. It's painful, you know, and the the issue of masks also doesn't make it easier because I am unable to fully identify him. I know the eyes, I know the hairstyle, but the rest I cannot identify. And I'm sure he couldn't identify me. And yet I could have been his sister. But that did not stop him from shooting at me. I mean, I understand when you say that uh, you know the eyes, you know perhaps the hairstyle, yeah. but you can't recognize his face because it it, it, it it happened to me when I got mugged. You mm. do recognize the scene, but you can't you can't get the, Fully, the, the, yeah. the full picture of who exactly the person is. Yeah. Now, yeah. Nondumiso, on Monday, the Minister of Higher Education, Science and Technology, Blake Zimande, addressed the media and. He said, well, the National Student Financial Aid Scheme, which is NSFAS, is experiencing difficulties to fund qualifying students in 2021 mm. academic year. Yesterday, just yesterday, uh, the Minister of Higher Education briefed the media again at 11 a.m. And guess what? He mentioned that, well, an addition of um, uh, 42.1 billion rand funding for NSFAS will be made available in 2021. And I know that you are a journalist. What's your take on that as a journalist, as someone who's a student, as someone who's concerned with, uh, when it comes to uh, student issues? Uh, mm. I know that you don't want to uh, witness students not going to a school this year following the protests that are taking place. But what's your take on that as a journalist? That's very correct, you know, and as I stand as a student journalist, I represent the public. I am for the public, you know. And, you know, I'm a student as well whose undergrad degree was funded by NSS. So I understand so deeply how the students must feel not knowing, you know, and not even understanding, not comprehending why there's no funding, you know. So um, I do believe that they should they should have done this way before. Mm. Where was that 42 billion rand before the strike, before the shootout? Mm. You know, why did it have to take a life for them to realize that actually we can make this happen when it could have happened all along? Mm. So it's very disappointing to me. Um, the mechanisms, the processes in government are not transparent. And that's exactly what we need to make sure people are aware of as journalists. Mm. 
I, mm. I think you managed to put it well, Nandumiso. And wh- when are you going back for a checkup again? Because of uh, we need to know with regards mm. to how you're healing and how you're going through this process. When are you going back? I'm going back tomorrow. I'll mm. be going um, for at least four consecutive days mm. since yesterday, just so that they can clean my rooms and also assess whether I'm ready to be suited up, as well as you know if I need stitches as well. So I'll be going up until early next week, mm. and then from there I will know whether you know I'm ready for sutures and stitches. Non dumiso. All the best. Get well. We are with you in this journey, and we will support you as. The Vow FM 88.1 radio station. Uh, God bless you and stay safe. Ne? Thank you so much. I feel the support. I feel the warmth and I'm so grateful. Thank you so much for having Thank me. Thank you. This podcast was brought to you by Voice of Vids. By Voice of Vids. To hear more of our shows, tune in to 88.1. 88.1. Or streams by www.vowfm.co.za.